Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up everybody and welcome to yet another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a J-M-I-E. Your 475,565th favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down this road of nerdiness. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite terrible B-horror movies that is a genius incarnate. I can only be talking about the Kevin Smith movie from 2014, Tusk. For those of you who have not seen Tusk, let me give you a little bit of the origin story. First off, this is from this this whole movie came from a podcast. It was Smodcast episode 259. Go back and listen to it, The Walrus and the Carpenter, where Kevin Smith reads Scott Mosier a, a posting from a Craigslist type internet provider from England, over in London, Europe, somewhere, uh, for a man looking for a lodger, it goes into a great story, I don't want to spoil it for you, but basically, he says that at one point he lived on an island with nothing but a walrus to accompany him, and he's just looking for a lodger to take on that role, so to speak, and through that, they started talking about a movie, and how crazy and off the wall this movie would be, how it would be human centipede-esque, insane to actually make, and by damn, they actually made it. Kevin Smith put it out there, walrus, hashtag walrus yes, hashtag walrus no, if you would go see it. A lot of people said hashtag walrus yes. Not many people went and saw it. I was one of them. I loved Tusk. Tusk is so crazy, so batshit off the wall. And that's what makes it so, so, so beautiful. If you've never seen a Kevin, if you've if you've never seen a Kevin Smith movie, this is not the one to start with because this might actually turn you off. Simply because the premise is so f- fucking out there. If you are a fan of Kevin Smith movies and you love the comedy, this is going to be for you because it has comedy in it, but it's an aspect. It's a completely different role. It's a completely different movie than even the previous horror film he did, Red State. Red State was a beautifully shot and probably the best directed movie he ever did. And this one was his next foray into horror. It's the first of his northern horror trilogy, which was next superseded by Yoga Hosers. And hopefully we will get the third and final installment in the northern horror trilogy, Moose Jaws. That's right, it's Jaws, but with a moose. The budget for this was $3 million. The box office was one9 It lost money at the box office, guys. I know that. Uh, most Kevin Smith films usually do. He has a tendency to find the audience he's looking for when it gets to streaming and DVD. Anybody I've ever showed this movie to has enjoyed it. They say it's messed up, but it's it's a fun, weird, weird movie. This movie has a, has actually a really good cast in it. J- Justin Long, it plays the, the star of the role, and Wallace, uh, his buddy... Teddy, played by Haley Joe Osmond, are podcasters. They're basically a podcast that kind of makes fun of the internet and people that do things on the internet. Basically what the internet is, you know, basically being trolls and, and being kind of dicks. Justin Long's girlfriend, uh, Allison's played by Genesis Rodriguez. 
is the one that he's basically cheating on constantly and leaving. This also has the late, great Michael Parks as Howard Howe or The Lodger. It has Lily Rhodes Depp. That's right, Johnny Depp's daughter. It has Haley, Harley Quinn Smith, Kevin Smith's daughter. It has a, you know, a cast that has one secret, one uncredited role. There's one role... And I'm going to spoil it for you. This entire film is going to be spoiled. Johnny Depp's in this film as the the titular great detective of the North, Guy Lapointe. Now, it's one of the things when you see Johnny Depp enter this film, you first see him and two minutes in, you're going, who is this? I know this guy. I know this, this actor. He, he looks familiar, but the makeup is so well done that it's hard to tell. Within five minutes, you're going, wait a second. Is, is that Johnny Depp? There's no way that's Johnny Depp. Come to find out, it is legitimately Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is in this film. So, ladies, yeah, there you go. Now, granted, he does not look like Johnny Depp in this film. He looks like Guy Lapointe. <laughs> he makes a perm as saying that that's the way his name is pronounced. It looks like Guy Lapointe. It's Guy Lapointe. Named after a former hockey player. This film is based around the podcaster of Wallace going to Canada to meet a kid who cut off his own leg by accident with a samurai sword, basically going to make fun of them. He gets there to find out that the kid has actually committed suicide, unfortunately, from all the bullying online, which is a terrible, terrible message. Nowadays, I don't know if you can make this film simply for that alone. People always look to bitch and find something to complain about, and I think that would be one of the main sticking points. But anyway, that's just how it is. He goes, and he's telling his buddy Teddy on the phone... That the podcast is basically through, and like he's going to try to salvage something up here. He finds a listing at a bar for a man looking for a, a roommate, or a lodger, somebody to tell stories to. He encounters this person, calls him, goes to meet him. It is Howard Hughes. As he goes to the house, Howard Hughes regales him of stories of him being stuck on an island, and him having a a walrus as a friend it was his only friend and how much he loved this walrus and that when he finally got off the island you know that he's never had the love that he had except for this walrus he's never found that come to find out he is looking to replace that love he's looking to find the walrus in his life and wallace is the unwilling participant in this as he is drugged wakes up with a leg missing he gets a convoluted story about a spider had bit, bitten him and that a doctor had come and the only way to save his life was to take the leg and this whole entire time Justin Long who is a fantastic fantastic actor I don't think Justin Long really gets the credit he gave you know for, he's done dodgeball he's done waiting he's done accepted he, he was in Jeepers Creepers he's done a lot of films and I really don't think Justin Long gets the credit for being as good of an actor as he is. Voice-wise, he has a, he's a fantastic voice. He has a great presence on screen. He always seems to bring the role to life and make it better. Everybody, Kevin Smith included, has nothing. I've never heard anything bad about Justin Long. You know, in, in this, you see the, the look on his face of him being confused and, wait, what? And, and him being, he was charmed by this lodger. He was getting torched stories and the whole time he's kind of making taking punt shots at the lodger and making fun of him and and I, you you see that he's really an asshole he's a dick in this film it's the whole point of him he he's a cocky arrogant 
guy who's on his podcast has made money because of, and he's just he's become a dick, and that's the whole premise of the film. Now we later go on. He's getting drugged again. He finally wakes up. He is sewn together. Legs are removed. His arms are sewn to his side. He is tusk put in. That's why the lodger is making him into a walrus. We come to find out he is in this monstrous suit that is made of human flesh. Gila Point, Johnny Depp's character, is on the lookout for a serial killer who is basically dismembering people, cutting them up, cutting their skins off. And that, that's the whole point of it. He's taking the skin of these victims and he's making this walrus suit for someone to wear, for someone to be his walrus, his friend. We get to see this grotesque, grotesque suit made by the great Robert Kirkman, who has done, you know, The Walking Dead and pretty much anything now that has to do with horror. If you see something great, he's like a Tom Savini of our age. He is doing incredible, just gory, beautiful artifacts of non-CG practical effects. And this is probably one of my favorites because it looks so, it it's Beautifully disturbing. That's probably the best way to put it. Beautifully disturbing. Justin Long looks amazing in this as, as he's turned into a walrus. The the tusks are sewn into his upper jaw, made from the bones from his shins. You have him just in the suit, him tied up. And then we find out that the reason how he got off the island, how the lodger, Howard Hughes, has getting, gotten off the island, he had actually eaten his walrus. He'd killed and eaten him and basically floated to safety on him, and he feels guilty about this. His whole plan isn't just to have a walrus friend. He has made a suit for himself to be a walrus, and he wants to fight because he wants his his friend to be able to get revenge for what he had done to him. So he puts on his suit, Justin puts on his suit, or is in his suit, and they proceed to fight. Justin falls into a water when he's trying to get him to swim, we find another walrus down there that is drowned, basically showing that he has done this to somebody before. We find out that in the end, Justin Long's character, Wallace, has become feral. He kills the lodger, and he's stuck in the suit, and he's feral. He's growling, he's making these these noises that are just violence, and you can just hear the pain that we that he can't go back to being human. The movie ends with Wallace's girlfriend and Teddy, who we find out were sleeping together because she knew that Wallace was a piece of crap and Teddy was her shoulder to cry on and they were ending up, they ended up having an affair, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, she found love in Teddy, but Teddy was sleeping with his best friend's girlfriend, even though his best friend was a douche and cheating on his girlfriend. So you get with that what you will, but they go to a, a zoo She's holding a piece of newspaper. She opens it up. There's a fish. As she throws down to Wallace, who's in the walrus costume, basically becoming a walrus. He is no longer human. He is just a wild, feral animal. He eats it as we see a tear roll down his face as they walk off. Credits. I simplified this film for you because I did not want to spoil everything. The dialogue in this from Michael Parks alone is beautiful. Michael Parks was one of the he's one of the best actors I think to ever do it and a lot of people might not know him from a lot of different stuff but his delivery he's a very intense method actor and in this there's so much dialogue and I found out something recently that I did not know 
Michael Parks, right before this film, had came off a stroke. I, I knew he'd had medical issues. I did not know he had had a stroke. And this film was his first film after having a stroke, basically weeks before. And this was, if you watch the dialogue, I never knew it. I never knew it. You could not tell me that this man had any kind of issue like that to where he couldn't form a sentence from what his son said. The, the dialogue is just beautiful of his his delivery and his drawing you in and, and, you know, being the nice guy before turning into this complete and utter psychopath. It's beautiful. Michael Parks' entire, entire scenes, his, his entire presence in this film is that of a psycho of a, a charismatic old man. And it is, it's beautifully done. Justin Long, makes you hate him, he makes you hate him, then goes to, yeah, he's getting what he deserves, to feeling sympathy for him, because even as much of an asshole as he was, and as much of a, you know, a douche as he was, he didn't deserve what he gets in the end. And the the writing of this script because of that is one of Kevin Smith's better written films. I know a lot of people hate on Kevin Smith, a lot of people don't like it, get his sense of humor. They don't get his sensibilities. They say he's not a good actor. He's not a good director. He's not a good writer. He's articulate. He pleads to his fan base, which is something great. He doesn't try to go out of his realm. Like, he's not trying to reinvent the wheel. He's not trying to do Schindler's List. He takes on stuff like Red State was different. This was different. Yoga Hosers was different than, you know, Dogma and the View Askewiverse, Jay and Silent Bob and all that. And while he does do this stuff, and he can do that beautifully, he he kind of caters his movies to his dedicated audience. And a lot of people say that that's capping it, and you know you're not bringing new people in. But every time I've ever shown a Kevin Smith film to somebody who didn't know Kevin Smith, they end up loving Kevin Smith because he's an average everyday person. He's that person that you know was me or you, and and he just lucked into lucked into this world that he wanted to be in, and. This is a film that was not supposed to be made. Like I said, it was a joke from a podcast. And they took this film, and he took this film, and on a small budget, he's made his money back in the end. I mean, he, he did, like I said, off streaming rights, off DVD sales and stuff, because I remember watching this film going, this is amazing. Like, this is just beautifully disgusting. It is intense, off-the-wall, batshit crazy. Like I said, it's like Human Centipede, but it's not as grotesque. You're not going ass-to-mouth. And you do get Kevin Smith's sense of humor in this with some of the jokes, some of the writing. Justin Long apparently has done, did a lot of ad-libbing in this, as he tends to do. And again, his, his character development and his progression as Wallace is, is awesome. And how it's portrayed and how it's done... Kevin Smith learns from his previous films in directing this film and making it a dark film, a a shot on location as he tends to do, and just going off the wall because, again, this was not something that was supposed to be made. This was just a joke, and it turned into one of his, his better shot films. That's my opinion. I'm going to stick to it because... If, if you know me, you know I'm a Kevin Smith fan. I'm a Kevin Smith connoisseur. He's my guy. He's the reason I'm podcasting. Uh, Smodcast episode 259 was the first podcast I ever listened to. That's right, people. 
shockingly, your favorite podcast host, whatever number it is, got into the podcast game fairly late. And that was the first one I ever listened to. And I fell in love with podcasts from that point. I started listening to hundreds and hundreds of podcasts after that to the point where I wanted to do my own and now I'm doing my own. So you can, in, indirectly, I can say that Tusk led me to podcasting. You can say it was Kevin Smith, but it, it's obviously that one because that was the first one I've ever listened to and it led me to podcasting. So this batshit, crazy, insane, off-the-wall film led you know led you to hearing the sultry sound of my voice. A guy in a walrus costume fighting a crazy guy in a walrus costume that was one of our greatest, you know, actors of our generation who doesn't get the credit he deserved. You know, listen to Quentin Tarantino talk about Michael Parks and you'll hear somebody talk about how he's one of the greatest actors that ever lived. I don't know if that's true or not. I know that he was a very, very great method actor. Michael Parks is a fantastic actor and he has, like I said, I don't think he got the credit he deserves. But all in all, this film, Tusk, has a stellar cast in it. Everybody is, seems like they're having fun. That's one of the main things about these these films that Kevin Smith does. Everybody seems like they're having fun. It's not like people are just wanting to be there. We're not talking about Bruce Willis, guys. We're not talking about Cop Out. That was completely different. Everybody loved that film. Everybody had fun enjoying it, except for being with Brown Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was just Bruce Willis. But all in all, everybody talks good about this film, and this film was different than anything he's done. This film gets his sensibilities, it gets his style of writing, it gets his humor, but it also gets his twisted, dark mind that came from a ad that came from England that was made into a podcast that became a movie. This also might have the first ever on-film depiction of a podcaster. I don't remember anybody being a podcaster on film before Wallace and Teddy. I mean, this is podcasting. They're on a podcast. They have a podcast, and their podcast is called the Not C Party. Not C Party. Yes, that's that's the whole point of it because they're supposed to be trolls and, and asses. Not C Party. I gotta be very, very careful not to say that too fast because it does sound like it and that's the whole point of their podcast and it's it's hilarious their interaction is great Haley Joe Osmond and Justin Long's interaction is great Justin Long and Michael Park have fantastic chemistry on screen together and apparently Michael Parks didn't like Justin Long at first so their their chemistry was weird to see because that they apparently were having issues I don't know what it was but that's that's what it was, but you can see the chemistry when they're on screen together because it's two great actors. Everybody in this film does their role, plays it incredibly. the The dialogue is awesome. The way it's shot is awesome. I will suck the dick of this film. I will suck the dick of every Kevin Smith film except Jersey Girl, and I'll still watch Jersey Girl. But you know, that's the running joke. If you haven't seen Tusk, it go see it. Um, I, I fully recommend it because especially if you like off-the-wall B-horror movies, this is it. This is one of those so bad it's good up there with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I, I don't think you'll be disappointed in this. Now, if, you don't, if you're not a fan of horror films, you're not a fan of crazy stuff, 
Maybe it isn't for you. But if you're a fan of Kevin Smith, if you're a fan of B-horror films, you'll love this movie. Because this is, this is again, this is it. This is a culmination of a crazy idea that he had that he wanted to put on film and he puts it on film. And my hat's off and kudos to him for doing that because Tusk was an amazing piece of cinema and it will go down as one of the most epically weird, messed up films probably in cinema history. And it's one of the films that when you watch it, it sticks with you. You will remember Tusk. You'll never forget the name of Tusk. You'll never forget what Tusk is about because how could you forget a man being turned into a walrus? How could you forget a living grown man, especially Justin Long, who was Brandon St. Randy, Derry from Jeepers Creepers, and who was in Dodgeball? How could you forget this, this person being turned into a human walrus? It's crazy. It's awesome. It's beautiful. And I highly, highly, highly recommend this film. That's that's all I'm going to say about Tusk today. Thank you all for listening, liking, sharing, and subscribing. Thank you all for following me on Twitter at NerdPoolPod. You're following me on Instagram at NerdPoolPodcast, on Twitch at NerdPoolGaming. You guys have been awesome. You guys are amazing. You know, and I'm going to go to speak Kevin Smith. In a few weeks, I will be at the Nashville premiere of Jay and Silent Bob reboot um and i'm super excited to see the q a with kevin smith and jason muse and i'm going to report from it probably live from there and it's just going to be it's going to be fun it's going to be awesome and that's the main reason i wanted to do tusk besides the fact i've always wanted to talk about tusk on here and, and just gloat on the film i wanted to to connect it to something that's coming up we've got episode 100 coming up soon guys episode 100 I, I, I still don't know what I'm doing for it, but I got to do something crazy for episode 100. You know, I mean, that's a big, big step in, in podcasting to make a hundred episodes. That's, that's a lot. That's a big thing to do for any podcast. And for just me to talk into a microphone for have you people, the, the hundreds, the, the hundreds and the thousands of people who have listened to me. Thank you all for all the love, all the respect, all the shares, all the likes, you know, that's, it's insane to think that I've gotten here. And again, off of this this podcast, off of you know Smodcast episode two fifty nine, which influenced this you know movie, which in turn influenced this podcast. It's crazy. But thank you all. Until next time, that's Nerdpool. See ya.